And we're back with the crew at Clutch Picks for another episode. And we're coming off a nice Thanksgiving episode. You know, Jason and Corey had a nice a nice Thanksgiving and then going into the Monday night game with Seattle. Uh, had a lot of coins in the pot and they shit the bed on them. Russell Wilson and the boys. Uh, Nico was the only one that came out unscathed. Uh, two and one, Nico. Sound correct? Yeah, I had Bills and um, Falcons. And I lost in Seattle Monday, too. Yeah, it seems like we all had a lot of uh, money on Seattle. But, you know, the boys are back after a holiday and uh, we're refreshed. Corey's gut grew a little bit over his belt buckle some more. So, uh, you know, that's going well for him. Jason's still guzzling down the beers and, and Nico's fighting off a, a cold here. So, you know, we're going to have to mute him for half the episode. So, Corey, I'm going to send it to you. Let's get into the slate. Great. Thanks, Jock. Sounds good, buddy. Before we jump into it here, I just want to really quick go over our locks of the week from last week. We're going to start with you, Jock. We're going to start with you because finally, finally, we put another tally in the win column with you. You're now sitting at two and seven. Jason, another washed week, seven and six. You know, we were kind of all over the place there. That's okay, though. That Rams game, you know, that was a tough one. Nico, you were seven one and one. Now, uh, obviously, in continuing your your great wec- record on the locks there, and I'm sitting at seven to three. I got the uh, Thanksgiving Day lock through with the Bills minus four, and then I also took them at minus six and a half. And digs anytime. I made a lot of money Thursday night, so that was a good one for me. So that being said, we're gonna jump right into it. You guys know what's coming up: the Thursday night game. Jock, we're going right back to you. Your specialty, and it's your boys. Who that? We got. The Dallas Cowboys at New Orleans. Right now, Cowboys are minus four and a half all across the board. The over-under is 47 and a half. Walk us through it. Yeah, I, I'm on record on this show saying that the Saints won't win another game till mid-December when they play the Jets, and I'm sticking to it. This team isn't very good. The loss of Jameis Winston is showing in colors. And, you know, I know we might get Kamara back. We might get another piece or two back. But Taysom Hill's taking the first team first team reps this week. And, you know, I know it might help the run game a little bit. It might pull some safeties down into the box because, you know, he doesn't really have an arm that could take the top off a of defense. But the Cowboys should have their way with the Saints this week. This is not a very good team right now. Um, it, it sh- they're showing their true colors. Um, Jameis Winston was their guy, and he fit the system, and that proved. And I thought they were a playoff team with Winston, but now uh, different things are happening. Uh, Cowboys are a playoff-destined team. And this is the game they need to win if they want to, you know, put a stranglehold on their division. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. Uh, it, just the way the Saints are playing is just not going to hold hold true, hold the high card in this battle. I'm taking the Cowboys with the points. Yeah, Jock, I'm with you here, buddy. I think a big factor in my lock last week was kind of the uncertainness in the Saints and how they were playing. That being said, I think the Cowboys absolutely cover this four and a half. I think they win by a touchdown, two field goals, either one of them cover. So uh, I'm going to be on Cowboys here. Not much more to say. Like you said, Taysom Hill getting some reps in there. Uh, I I kind of do expect him to get in the end zone, though, at the same time. So that's something that I'm going to be looking at there, too. A nice little uh, nice little anytime touchdown score prop, maybe. Cowboys minus four and a half seems like some uh, easy pickings here for me. I'm with you guys. The only issue I've seen this game is, Cowboys do have five coaches out. I know Mike McCarthy has COVID, and we don't know if Amari Cooper is going to be back. But C. Lamb did practice today, so that's looking for a go to him. So if if Dak has one of his top two wide receivers, I have faith in him. 
So I'm definitely going to go um, Cowboys minus four and a half here. Saints stink. This is one I'm probably just not going to touch. I think, you know, you look at the Saints roster, you look at the offensive line, check, they're good. You look at the defensive line, check, they're good. Linebacker, secondary, the same. They really only have holes at quarterback and wide receiver. And sometimes if they can get this run game going with Kamara coming back and their defense could play up to their ability versus a good Cowboys uh, offense, they could slow it down. It could be a field goal game. Not one I don't love, especially with the way Dallas has been falling off the rails a little bit. Hey, sounds good to me. So, uh, Jay, almost a kiss of death with you there for sure, but, you know, we'll stay away from it this week. So, Nico, you're up next. Next game up, we got Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Atlanta won you your lock last week. That was a great pick there with that minus one. But right now, Tampa Bay is minus 11, minus 10.5 in BetMGM, minus 11 in FanDuel and DraftKings. The over-under sitting at 50 and a half. What do you got? Well, Tampa's fighting for a number one seed, and the Falcons are fighting for a playoff spot. I think this is one, this is one I'm going to totally stay away from. I might tease um, Tampa Bay down to like minus four and a half, minus five and a half. This is just one you could – that's just too many points. I mean, the Falcons are coming off a win, too. One more win, and they could be a number seven seed in the um, playoff contention. So, And I know Tampa Bay's fighting for that number one seed, but this is just one I'm going to totally stay away from, maybe tease it down. I'm dropping a bomb on Tampa Bay. There, wow. and there's one reason and one reason why. Antonio Brown's coming back. He's missed the past four or five games, I believe. He's Tom Brady's number one target, and Gronk is back in the lineup. We saw a big day versus Indianapolis, 137 yards on nine catches. I think A.B. adds an extra comfort level to Tom Brady, as if he's not a comfortable guy to begin with. Antonio Brown brings it to another level. They're going to knock the piss out of Atlanta. It's not even going to be close. I've got one play here, and I'm pretty confident in it. And if I if I had a second lock, this would probably be it. It'd probably be the under. Falcons offense is totally stuck in the mud, and it just it all season it just doesn't seem to be clicking. I know they're five and six; they've won some close games, but the under fifty fifty is a lot of points, and you get the hook in there. Who knows what happens? That Falcons offense is stuck in the mud, and that. Bucks defense is going to get pieces back. They're already starting to get pieces back. I got the under in this one. Doc, I like that play too. I'm with Nico here. I'm not touching this spread either way. That's a fucking lot of points. Tampa Bay is going to be, or I'm sorry, Atlanta is going to be looking to, you know, keep their, their good play going after last week. So that spread is so sketchy for me, but I really do like the under here, Jock. I think that's a great play. I do not think Atlanta puts up a lot of points on the board. Two touchdowns if they're lucky. That leaves, fuck, what? Tom Brady has to have five, which is doable, which is absolutely doable. But that's a lot of points when one team does not score a lot. So, Well, Corey, you look at when they played the Cowboys middle of last month, they lost 43-3. to And then after that ass whooping, they they scored a combined three points. Now, from, you know, you look at the Cowboys game, three points, Falcons, they scored nothing, they got blanked. Then they play the Jags and only put up 21. They're really not lighting up the scoreboard at all. You know, they're not blowing teams out. It's going to be tough to move the ball in this game against the Bucs. The ground game is going to be taken away. That's a good defensive front the Bucs have. We've been talking about it all year. So uh, Matt Ryan's going to be throwing picks. You know he's going to be trying to air it out. He's going to be uncomfortable. Jay, I'm with you. The Bucs are probably going to blow him out of the fucking water, but I'm still riding the under. 
But Corey, one question I got for you is you mentioned you like the under, but you don't like the Bucks to cover the spread. And you said Atlanta's going to score like roughly 14 points. You don't think Tom Brady's going to score 28 points? You don't think I, he's going to? I never you know? said that I didn't like Atlanta to cover the spread. I just said that. I'm not comfortable. No, Tampa Bay to cover the spread. Uh, I, well, well, yeah, I, I, still, either or. I never said that I didn't like either team to cover. I just, I could see it going both ways. Um, well, I was just saying, if you like the under, you should probably like Tampa Bay, too. They're, this is a 36 to 10 game. Tampa Bay. They're not going to slow them down. No way. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel like you absolutely made a case for Tampa Bay to cover that 11 there for sure. But, I mean, that's just a lot of points for a team who – is going to realize that they still have a chance to make playoffs here. So uh, you got to think they're going to be bringing their best game too. And maybe it's not even close to Tampa Bay's best game, but it's still something that, that I'm, I'm a little wary of. So um, that's kind of where I was coming from. That's all. I do want a little bit of skin in this game, but uh, Jay, I'll probably, you know, at that rate, I'll just probably do a little, a tiny same game parlay with uh, bucks minus 11 and in, in the under. So, all right, next game up. I'm up. We got Arizona at Chicago right now. Arizona's minus seven and a half. Uh, the over unders at 45 and a half in FanDuel, 44 and a half in DraftKings. So you got a whole point there. One thing I'm seeing is this spread is favoring the Bears here pretty heavy. So people are betting the Bears right now. What I'm going to do is wait for that to get down to seven because that seven and a half scares me. Although it shouldn't, I still think. Arizona wins here by at least two touchdowns. So I'm probably going to be all over Arizona here. I think with Kyler Murray coming back and it's just, you know, he's going to be looking up to make up for some lost time. Fuck Matt Nagy. I cannot believe he still has a fucking job that the Chicago bears just absolutely suck right now. They couldn't even cover the spread against fucking Detroit. So give me Arizona here every which way fucking twice at 1 PM on Sunday. I think this is a fairly easy bet. I think Kyler Murray's chomp at the bit to get back. And you watch Chicago, like, really have to pull out some of their best shit versus Detroit. And that's not a very good sign. (laughs) Their defense is extremely injured. And Arizona, I think, they're going to get Hopkins back. We all know what Murray can do. And they're going to put on a show. And I probably like the over 45 and a half here. I'm completely on Arizona, too, just because Kyle's coming back. And the Bears cannot put up points. I think they're averaging like the second lowest in the league right now. And they're averaging the lowest passing yards. With Justin Fields or Andy Dalton doesn't matter. I'm taking Arizona all the way. I don't care if it's, it's if it rises either to nine and a half. I'll still take Arizona. This is a really easy one for me. I'm going to go against the grain on this one. I'm going to have the Bears to cover this one. I'm going to, I'm going to go against what you guys said. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lay it, the house on it, but I think the Bears have a prideful game in them, and I, if there's a game they're gonna cover, I think it could be the one that you know knocks some rust off on Kyler, and they could backdoor cover this one. I could see him being down two scores late and backdoor cover in this game. I'll sprinkle a little bit on the Bears on this one just for a, a fuck it play. I know my fuck it play of the week hit last time I had one, so I guess I'll go with the fuck it play of the week with the Bears plus the points. I think weather has a lot to do too because. Arizona isn't really known to, you know, push teams around and shitty weather and whatnot. I think depending on Chicago, I mean, they, they could potentially cover it. You know, you guys make some compelling points there. I just think, you know, the Bears, they are home. I just think Kyler Murray is going to be too much of a task for these guys to stay in the game. And that's where that's where my heart's at. So that's kind of what, what I'm seeing. That's what I'm going to bet. So 
Next game up, Jay, we're going right to you. We have the your boy, Herbert, Los Angeles Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Right now, Bengals are minus three, over-unders 50 and a half. Go ahead. I don't think there's any harm in saying this is probably one of the most anticipated games of the whole weekend coming up. Cincinnati came off a, a great win against Pittsburgh. They absolutely blew them out of the building. And the Chargers, they're kind of be, going to be looking for a little bounce-back game here. They're so hot and cold. Nobody knows who they are. If I was a betting man and there was a gun to my head, I'd probably take the Chargers. I just think they're the better roster. And Cincinnati, they've really committed to the run game. Mixon had 26 carries, I think, for a buck 30. I think the Chargers, they're going to be able to slow down the run a little bit and force, force Burrow to throw the ball a little bit more than you'd like to. And it might lead to a turnover or two, and the Chargers, they're going to cover the spread. I have, a, I have a straight push here, actually. I think either team win, wins or loses by three points. Uh, I, I just see this being a, a field goal game, maybe maybe a game-winning field goal game. This is just – this this spread's perfect. I think it could be a push either way. Yeah, I, I think that this is just going to be a fun one to watch. I'm not going to bet. Fellas, not to jump in. Daniel Jones is out versus Miami. Hammer Miami minus three right now. Right now. Everybody, pause from the podcast. Hammer. <laughs> Hammer Mike Miami. Lennon is starting versus Miami. Not good. Go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, you're good, buddy. I got to get my bet in. Hold on. All right. So right back to where we were. Uh, I'm not going to bet this Chargers-Bengals game at all. I think it's just going to be a fun one to watch. Probably have my attention at the 1 o'clock slate. Besides the, the Colts game, I'm going to be flipping back and forth between those two. Uh, but I really, really think this is going to be a great game to watch. And you know, I can't wait to see these fucking quarterbacks sling this pigskin all over the goddamn field. It's going to be a great one, and, and I'm excited to watch it. All right, Jock's give me the wave, so that means we're moving on here. That's okay, because, Jock, you're up next anyway. We have Minnesota at Detroit. Probably our shit bowl game of the week if we had to pick one. Right now, Minnesota's <laughs> minus seven. Over-unders, 46 and a half. Don't see that one moving anywhere across the board. Tell us how much you hate this game. I hate it. There's no doubt I hate it, Corey. You know I hate it. And could somebody tell me if Dalvin Cook, what's the word on him? Uh, I think he's out. Yeah, he's out for it. I think they're debating on putting him on IR. They said day-to-day now, but I think his fucking shoulder's dislocated, so not looking good. Yeah, Sundays are Sundays, though, and, you know, everybody's got to show up, and you got to strap it up and get going. So I just question how many gut punches – could the Detroit Lions take in one year and not see a win go up in the wind column? Not see just something happen on the scoreboard where they come out victorious. You know, seven's a lot, and I hate the seven because you want six and a half, you know, because the hook and everything, and we know how it goes. We talk about it every Sunday. <sighs> Fuck. I guess I'm taking the Vikings just because the, the Lions suck. I know they're playing close games, but – now, they take too many gut punches to survive this one. I got the Vikings to blow them out. I'm also going to take Adam Thielen to get in the end zone. No cook means look for other places to go with the football. Adam Thielen, I don't think he's gotten in in a while. I'm going to go with Adam Thielen to get in the end zone. And I'm also going to take the Vikings with the spread. This is when it's happening. This is the week the Lions are winning a game. They're wow. going to beat the Vikings Sunday. The Vikings, it's always a three-point game. They're always in a freaking nail-biter, and it's going to be the same thing this weekend, and this is going to be Detroit's best shot to squeak out a win. And it's going to be versus the Vikings. This is the perfect opponent. 
Dalvin Cook is out. Their, their running game's going to be a little bit more limited. I think this is where Detroit just finds a way to get a win. It's going to be their first and only win of the whole entire season in front of their home crowd. Dude, I'm so fucking sick of looking at this slate because game after game, I just want to say, I'm probably staying away from that, probably staying away from that. So, dude, in all fucking honesty, I may bet two games this week, three games this week. I mean, this is just, what the fuck, minus seven. I mean, uh, Jay, I think the fucking Lions could win. Jock, I think if the Vikings win, it's going to be more than that. So, basically, I'm, I'm sitting here betting on if, and is Jared Goff even playing or is he out for this week too? He sucks anyways. Yeah, either or. You know what? Like, what the fuck? This is just, this has to be our shitball game of the week. That being said, Jock, I'm going to tail you, but actually do Adam Thielen two touchdowns. I think he scores twice in this game. It's probably going to be plus 320, something around that. So that's all I'm fucking taking. I'm not going to tune into this game at all. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to look, and I'm going to fucking, hopefully he scored twice. Nico's giving me the wave now, so that's all you have to. I I mean, Jesus, when's the last time we didn't get to hear Nico talk? I mean, oh, my God. Next game up, Jock, we're going to you, your home state here. Right where you live right now, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Jets. Eagles right now, minus six and a half. I know exactly where I'm going with this one. Over-unders, 45, 45 and a half. What do you got, kid? Eagles are going to kick the living dog shit out of the Jets, and I don't think it's going to be close. They, they laid an absolute egg last week. And, you know, if you just look at the way the game was played, we talked about it all year. We had Dave Simpson on talking about Sirianni and this and that and all the fucking issues they've had all year. That offensive line moves people. It moves people. They established the line of scrimmage, and they abandon it so fast. They have what it takes to win games. The Jets are going to be a ragdoll in this one, a ragdoll. This is a blowout written all over it. Eagles win this game, two scores, maybe even three scores. It's going to be a snot knocker blowout for the for the birds. In not so fast, not so fast, jockey. You want to know what I love right now? Jets, motherfucking money line. Jets are going to win this game, no doubt in my mind. Jets are going to come out there. Their defense is going to shut down. That little fucking roadrunner running around back there. there he, he's No one could catch. Jalen Reger is the new Nelson Aguilar. No one could fucking catch. Jets are going to win this game. I'm going to take Jets alternate spread minus two and a half. This, um, Corey, I, I usually agree with you and stuff, but, dude, I mean, this is actually more. <laughs> is this, this is a jock take. I mean, this is actually. you. you they, the Jets are three and eight versus spread this year, and yep. you're taking an alternate spread with them. Yep, they're gonna win by a field goal at least, if not two. I, I do. I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, that you that guys, is that is actually the worst take that this show has ever had. That's not true. You, you Corey, might, Corey, you might I want to cancel you, this. I know you might, might like want to drink. Cancel this. I know you like to drink and everything, but you gotta lay off. I haven't had a drink since last Friday night. You're gonna cost yourself money with that. Saturday show. night, you went on Saturday night with us, but yeah, yeah. I'm a little speechless after that one, Corey. <laughs> I mean, holy shit, Zach Wilson is horrendous. He hasn't shown an ounce of anything. Joe Flacco's better than he is. So is Mikey White. He's better than Zach Wilson. And the Jets, they, uh, they're they just not good. Whether Jalen Hurts plays or not, it really doesn't matter. The Eagles are going to beat them by a freaking field goal. 
the Jets are got the, they got a long way to go before they can compete with anybody. So then, are you saying that you you think the Jets are going to cover? Because you said a field goal right now it's six and a half. I was just pretty much just reiterating the point that you're an idiot. Um, I think okay, the Eagles gotcha, win, gotcha. win by uh, fourteen. All right, well, Jock, you know how you got your fuck it play of the week? This is my fuck it play but, of the week. But dude, this, this is a really bad fuck dude, this Corey, is the, the And the Jets, I won money on the Jets last week. I bet the Jets. The difference between my fuck it play of the week and your fuck it play of the week, mine actually has a chance. This this honestly might be a lock. Fuck it. Lock me in. This is, this is a lock, Corey. Play your fucking stupid song. Everybody, this is my fucking lock. I'm going Eagles minus six and a half. Fuck you, Corey. And Why are you doing? I didn't, dude. All I it. said was I think the Jets are going to win I'm, the game. I'm taking them. Fuck you. I'm fuck. I'm fired up now. I'm taking a minus six and a half, and I'm going to take an alternate. I'm going to take every alternate line all the way up to ten and a half. And once I get to ten and a half, I'm going to take it at eleven at game time. And then when they go up seven in the first quarter and the line adjusts to nine and a half, I'm going to fucking double down, put my ball sack on the send button, and fucking launch another one. Wow. Okay. Wow, Corey, you're getting hammered. Yeah, what the? Well, that wasn't really directed at me, so I mean, whatever. Jock, if you want to waste your money when the Eagles lose this game, go ahead, buddy. And, know, I'm I'm not... same, and I'm same game parlaying it with Jalen Hurts to get in the end zone. And guess who? Jalen Rager's going to get in the end zone, too. If he could fucking catch the ball, maybe. Watch. And I even might take Boston Scott. It might just be like, who the fuck wants to score today? Who wants it now? <laughs> Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman. Might Howie score. Roseman, sure. Okay. Bring okay. back Peterson from bring back Peterson with the Super Bowl trophy. Right, right, right we, got, we got we got we got it. We got your point here, yeah, pal. Fuck okay. you, Corey, and your Why dude, why are you play. saying fuck me? Why are you saying fuck me? I didn't do anything. Dude, you are two and seven on your locks. You cannot fucking say a word to me about anything that I bet ever, ever. Yeah, but the ever. fuck it play of the week is my thing. You come out with a fuck it play of the week and it's fucking trash. It can't be trash. Name it something else if you want to steal my line. All right. How Name about it my Corey's dumbass fucking drunken <laughs> mistake? <laughs> I'm not drunk. <laughs> Oh my God! Jock quits drinking for one week and thinks he's some holy ghost over here. I'm actually been sober for a while. I'm actually drinking a, wa- a water right now. Here, a wine. You almost here. slipped up. You're drinking a wine. Okay, moving on. Next game here, Nico. You're up. We got Jacksonville Jaguars at the Los Angeles Rams. Right now, Rams are minus thirteen. The over under is forty eight, forty seven and a half in DraftKings. What do you got? Rams are playing are not playing very well right now. And the Jags are very, very bad. I've been saying this week in and week out. I'm going to have this a tease part of my, my Tampa Bay game that I had. I'm going to move this down to probably six and a half and take Bucks at minus four and a half, Rams at minus six and a half. The Rams, I, I don't know what's wrong with them right now, to be honest with you. I think they're really missing Robert Woods. He was a really good um, wide receiver who um, run blocker. And I think they're really missing him. And um, I just – tease both of those games out and just take that. I don't like the 13. That's a lot of points. Yeah, Nico, I totally understand where you're coming from that. I mean, that's a shit ton of points to cover. I like what you do, too. This this is definitely a game that I'll throw in a teaser with, you know, maybe the Dolphins. Now that we know that that line's jumped up, I'll take the Dolphins in a teaser. I'll take the Colts in a teaser, and I'll take the Rams. So a little three-team teaser there for me, for sure. So I, I like your player, and I think that makes a lot of sense where you could still get some value out of this game without having – 
to hammer all those points. Good. Did you guys say the line's 13 and a half? 13. 13. I, I think the Rams is the play here at 100%. I think they're going to really try to take some weight off Matt Stafford's shoulders. I mean, he's hurt. He's banged up. And they've really been trying to make him drop back and just keep firing the ball over and over again. And this is kind of be a game where they out-physical Jacksonville, go against what they've been trying to do with the street ball bomb bullshit. And they're going to easily beat them by two touchdowns. It's a little comeback, angry, pissed-off game for a great team. And they have too many star players to have Jacksonville come within two scores of them, let alone a rookie quarterback. But the issue how I see that is, though, they're running – their rushing yard per game have, have went, has went down, I think, 25 yards per game since Robert Woods has been out. So OBJ is not a, a better run blocker than Robert Woods was outside. And I, isn't Henderson kind of beat up? Because I know that they've been running um, Michelle a lot too. So I don't know. If yeah, out, but... I don't know if they're going to out physical them because the Bills, when the Bills lost to them, they really struggled running the ball too. So I don't like this Jacksonville D line might be a little bit underrated. So Matt Stafford might have to throw the ball, and Matt Stafford is beat up already. So. Yeah, I just think a little emphasis on the run game and practice this week is going to have to do it because they're not going to win or reach their goals if they don't do that. And a weaker team like Jacksonville, I just think it's a good week for them to yeah, work on uh, it. Yeah. They're going to do it. Yeah, Jay, I just want to touch on something you know that you mentioned a little bit about Stafford and you know, kind of taking the weight off his shoulders. I think it's time for that defense to step up. I'm going to look at, at some props and try to find any time touchdown score for the Rams defense. I think it's time, you know, strip sack, force fumble, you know, somebody, Jalen Ramsey, pick six. I want to see that defense get in the end zone. I think it's about time, you know, that defense steps up, kind of lives up to that trade deadline expectations with the uh, acquisition of Von Miller. I I want that Rams defense to get in the end zone. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take um, the Rams defense to get in the end zone. Doc, I have a very similar play, but not for this game. So when we get to it, I will revert to what you just said because I think there is another defense that is going to score this week. I like that play. I think there's a lot of value in those. Um, kind of like you said, strip sacks, pick sixes, anything like that. So, all right. That being said. I love that, too. I love that, too. How about a fucking block punt or something? Yeah. The Rams need something to, like – ignite the fire again. I, I, I like that play too. Nothing wrong with sprinkling a couple bucks on that. Nope, nothing at all. I think that's a, a good play. And I think, you know, like I just said, there's there's a lot of value to be made there in those types of plays. So um, I'm up next. Next game, we have Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Right now, Baltimore's minus four, minus four and a half. Over-unders 45 and a half. I'm taking Pitt plus four here. No doubt in my mind. This is a... A divisional game, home underdogs. I might sprinkle Pittsburgh money line. Jay, they fucked us last week. I know you were on them pretty heavy. So was I. I told you. They fucked up, fucked us last week. They're going to be looking to get back back on track here. I'm telling you, anything over three for a, for a divisional game, besides if it's the fucking Jags, Texans, uh, besides these shitty teams, is just too much. I think this is going to be – a game that Pittsburgh can squeeze out a win, especially with the way Lamar Jackson has been playing the last couple of weeks. I like Pittsburgh plus four here. I really do. So do I, but I, I'm really just bummed because I really thought they were going to cover that three and a half for Cincinnati. That was, I felt great about that 
and Seattle, and they both did work out for me. But you know what? I think I think Pittsburgh is going to hang around with Baltimore, stay within four. But after last week, I just can't give them any more of my money. I'm a little – they're on my shit list. And like you mentioned, divisional games, especially in the AFC North where it gets cold and people start turning around and hand it off 30 times a game, it's going to be low scoring, and the games are usually tight and decided by a field goal. I'm on Baltimore here. Steelers are not going to be able to um, establish the run because Baltimore is going to blitz them heavy. They're, they're going to make Big Ben have to beat them. So I think Lamar – I know Lamar had a really bad game last week, but I think I think Baltimore might kill them. I think Steelers are going to have two really bad games straight. That's just – the Steelers – Big Ben is not going to win this game for them. I, and Najee Harris last week averaged under three yards – three and a half yards per carry, was it? Under three yards per carry. Since he was since he was blitzing the piss out of him, and they were trying to make Big Ben win the game for them, and he cannot do that at this stage of his career. I think I think Baltimore's going to do the same thing. They're going to blitz the piss out of him, and I think Baltimore covers heavy here. Heavy here. I'm going with one play. It's a divisional matchup. It's a rivalry game. Both these teams pride themselves on defense. Where there's defense and terrible towels, there's not many points scored. I'm going with the under, lock it in. Do that stupid little fucking Trent thing, sprinkle and click. Fuck you, Trent, you piece of shit. We're going to come after you every week because all you do is lose people money. Corey, cut this out, clip it, and tag that stupid motherfucker. We're coming after you and your brand. Watch the fuck out. The Clutch Picks crew crew is fucking here for your ass, Trent. Talk about a call-out. Oh, my God. We might see you at Rough and Rowdy next. Holy shit. Dear God. Okay, Jock, I, I like it. I really do, actually. I think that's a smart play. But 44 points is not a lot of points to score. Uh, that's really the only thing that worries me. But you make some some very good points. That's definitely something that I'm going to have to look into a little more. So next game up, we have San Francisco at Seattle. Jay, this one's yours. Right now, San Francisco is minus three and a half. The over-under is 45 and a half. Seattle, not playing well at all recently. We know that. We all fucking hammered them last night, and we all fucking lost. So, Jason, what do you got? I think we talked about this a few weeks ago with San Francisco finally coming into their own here and kind of doing what we I thought they'd do the whole season. They start off slow, but they're they're starting to run the ball. They're throwing the ball effectively. I think we're going to see San Francisco in the playoffs and give some teams some problems. I'm taking San Francisco the whole way here. And I mean, Seattle, their offense is just fucking horrendous. How many times they come out on three tight ends and run the ball on first down and then play action second down? You have Russell Wilson as your quarterback. Go shotgun, spread it out, let him fling it around. DK Metcalf didn't have a target to, I think, the third quarter. They have to go back to the well and reinvent themselves. And until they do that and show me that they're getting things going again, I'm not trusting Seattle. Let's go San Fran. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to Jason about this too. You know, they they went hurry up in the last two minutes of the game. And Russell Wilson, I mean, balled out. I don't understand, like, why they're taking 25, 30 seconds to call each play, run the ball. I mean, if Russell Wilson's striving in an empty set, one running back set, and going fast, I don't know why they just don't keep doing that. I, I just don't think Russ Wilson and his um his quarterback coach and the offensive coordinator are on the same page right now. So I'm just going to keep fading him until he proves me otherwise. I'm definitely on San Fran here. I think this line is being you know a little bit tilted right now because of Debo Samuel's uncertainty. I feel like this should be a six-point game. 
uh, easily a touchdown game. Debo Samuel being injured, not really knowing, not really knowing his status, you know, kind of leaning towards out. But I still think Vegas is looking at it as you know, yeah, we got to factor that in. This is a touchdown game, and it should be a touchdown game. San Fran's going to run all over them. Uh, we saw you know the zone scheme that Jason talks about scheme. You know that zone scheme's working, and when the when you got the ground game going, yeah, it's tough to stop. Give me San Fran here, you know, as, for a touchdown. I'll take them at six and a half. I don't care. Give me six and a half, but they're definitely covering three. Yeah. At the I same only... time, though, hold on, Corey. It's just like how many times have you seen Seattle play at home? And it's just like, like holy fuck! Like it's so hard to play there. And it's always a tight game. But at the same time, Seattle isn't the same Seattle this year. So, I mean, I think everyone listening, they have to just get the whole thought of old Seattle out of their mind, their home field advantage, 12th man bullshit, and just take San Fran here. I only have one play here. And, Jay, I'm just going to tell you, I think San Fran wins this game. Jock, you make a good point. I think I'm seeing it right now at DraftKings at plus money. You get San Francisco minus 3.5 at plus 102, 105. So, uh, I'm going to do that as soon as we end this show. Actually, right now, I'm going to do that. And then the Dolphins as well. So good pick here, Jay. I like that. I'm going to record right. one more thing. Sorry. Um, also, San Fran runs the ball a lot. We all know that. And Seattle is on the field for the, for the most plays out of the NFL. So their defense is on the field the most. I think they Seattle's defense might be on the field 85 to 90, 90 times. This uh, You could book it right now 85, 90 times deep. San Fran will be on offense and Seattle will be on defense. Wow. Okay, Nico. Kind of bold, but you know what? I like it. I'm here for it. And I'll support your decision there. No doubt. All right. This is our last game before our locks of the week, Jock. So make it a good one. We got Denver at Kansas City. Right now, Kansas City's minus 10. Over-unders 47, 47 and a half. Kind of shifting a little towards 47. Going to stay there, it looks like. What do you got, Jock? Blow out. Kansas City is going to blow them the fuck out. Not much more to say. Mahomes is clicking. Defense is playing better. Broncos fucking suck. You know, I, I, ever since I came on the show and said Vic Fangio could go fuck himself and nobody cares about where he's from, yeah, about that time they started sucking, which is, you know, per usual for the Broncos. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely going with the fuck you to the Broncos again. Kansas City is going to beat them by probably 28 points. And you blow them out and onwards, and they're looking towards playing for another Super Bowl. Nobody really cares about the Broncos in that division. I, I know everybody's saying it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. It's not going to be tight. The Chiefs are going to win the division. Everybody knows it. This is just a little bump in the road to get to where they want to be. Give me the Chiefs. Book it right now. Might even be one of my locks this week. Minus 10. Fuck it. It is another lock because we're going into the lock thing. I have two locks. Fuck it, I'm going to have three locks this week. Chiefs minus 10, Eagles with the fuck you special, but Chiefs minus 10 is the pick here. Lock. I'm on Broncos plus 10. Broncos have won three of the last four games. And surprisingly, once that once that Von Miller departure happened, they've been playing a lot better. I know the Chiefs are coming off a bye, and that it, I'm usually not one to bet any teams again when they're coming off buys but this is probably going to be my one time I do I'm I'm on the Bronx I just don't I just don't think the Chiefs are there yet mentally they they beat really beat up teams they beat the Packers without um, Aaron Rodgers they beat the Giants with half their defense out I mean they're they're 
they're beating beat up teams right now. I think the Broncos do cover here. I might sprinkle a little bit of money line too. <laughs> I said it when the Chiefs were skidding out that they're still the best team in the AFC, and we're going to see them in a deep playoff run and probably in the Super Bowl again. And who? I'm having a brain fart here. Who the hell did they just beat the hell out of on Monday Night Football last time they played? Or it was, it was a prime time game. They Giants. beat the hell out of some. Oh, the Raiders. Not. When the hell was that game? The Raiders they smoked the Raiders. Yeah, oh, they, did, yeah. they beat that. They beat weeks, the yeah. hell out of the Raiders. I think it was last week, but either way, they beat the hell out of them. And their defense, like I talked about that stat the other week, they're playing. <laughs> they're setting NFL records the way their defense would playing in the second half of games. Spagnuolo's got them going. Mahomes is finding his way again like he has in the past. The Chiefs, they're going to get hot here, and they're going to steamroll their way to the AFC title and beat Buffalo in that game. We have a 2v2. Uh, Nico, I'm with you. Broncos plus 10. I said it even before we started recording the show. I was debating on making this one of my locks, Denver plus 10, actually. So I actually think this is going to be a lot better game than some people expect. Jay, you make a good point. Kansas City's getting hot at the right time, especially right now when they need to be. But I just think divisional game, 10 points is so much. And in a way for Pat Mahomes, it's not. But I like Broncos plus 10 here. I really do. So we have a 2v2. That being said, I'm going to go over our 2v2s. Currently, Nico and I are 8-2 and two against Jock and Jason. So hopefully, hopefully, Nico, this one will kind of seal the deal for us if we could hit this. I mean, I don't know how many more we could we could get. So that being said, now it is time for our locks of the week. All right, Jay, you're up first. To no surprise, we have the New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. First lock of the week. When we started recording this podcast, the line was at three and a half. We heard that, or obviously, Jason told us that Daniel Jones was injured, will not be playing this game. So right now, the line, best you can get, it's four and a half at MGM, minus four and a half Miami Dolphins. Over-unders at 41 and a half, 41, 40 and a half. So all over the fucking place. Jay, uh, again, shock the world with your pick here. Hey, not, not to shock the world. I'm just not fixing it unless it breaks on me. The Dolphins have, I think it's, what, two or three weeks in a row I've taken them as my lock, and they've hit um, each, and, each and every single time. They're playing great right now. I don't think the Giants stand a chance for them. They're going to hound Mike Lennon or whoever the hell starts for them, Jake Fromm. The offense is playing better. The run game's getting going a little bit in Miami. And don't forget, the Giants are coming from way up north all the way down south to play in that heat. The heat's a factor. They'll be baking in that sun like a chocolate chip cookie. And it's going to be a blowout again. Tua's looking like the answer. Jalen Waddle's a stud. Fins up. We'll see you guys in the postseason. Okay, very simple here. Uh, one word. I'm just going to say tail. You know, that sun beating down, man, that's going to be a, a game-changing factor for whoever is on that field, obviously, that away, the away bench right in the sun. So I'm going to tell you, I think Dolphins win this by 10 fucking points, no doubt in my mind. So uh, good pick, and um, I'm with you. I'm just going to say the same exact thing, Corey, so I'm with you too. I've been at Dolphins for, I think, three straight weeks, and I've been hitting every single week, so I'm going to keep the, I'm gonna keep the train going, motherfucker. Jock's just waving. So we have a we have a wave on the lock of the week. From Jock down. No, there, no, but. we got no. We got to see if this is the kiss of death, Jock. 
We, we yeah. gotta see. We gotta That's see. That's true. We don't we have, have no one kiss this week. Death. We, we gotta hear your talk this time, bud. Come on. Come we're on, not bud. gonna call. We're not gonna call this the lock of the week. We're gonna call the, the milk and cookies pick of the week. Bacon like a chocolate chip cookie. We're gonna di- take our little dolphin cookie and dunk it right in the milk. We're gonna eat it. We're gonna dunk those fucking cookies in the fucking milk, and we're gonna eat them. Not a kiss of death, Corey. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck around. New category. Milk and it's, cookies it's, pick of the week. Is it grandma? Is it grandma's cookies or like Chips Ahoy cookie? We're gonna be like SpongeBob at his grandma's oh, house, coming in to get those nice, warm nice. fucking cookies. The yep. Trudy's pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. That's what we can yeah. call Wait, this. One. Jack, are you are you on Miami Dolphin? Oh, yeah. oh my god, I'm all over Miami. <laughs> Last oh time my we god. said that they beat the Jets by a touchdown, and fuck I took you, them all to spread Jesus too. So. Christ, shut what the, the fuck, fuck up. <laughs> When I say milk and fucking cookies, we're taking it milk and fucking cookies. Why are you telling me to shut up? Jason asked you the question. We don't need any fucking bad juju. It's the fucking milk and cookies. If there's any bad juju, it's coming from you. <laughs> How good does a nice warm chocolate chip Okay, so we had a little bit of technical difficulties towards the end there. Jason cut out. We're not really sure what's going on. He's messing with his microphone or something, but that's okay. Because we got his lock of, lock of the week out of the way first. So, Nico... We're going to go right to you here. Oh, dude, this is going to be finally a fucking Monday night football game that we can watch. We have New England at Buffalo. Right now, Buffalo minus two and a half, minus three. You want to probably try to get it at two and a half if that's what you're taking. So jump on it now. Over-unders, 43 and a half. Not really moving across the board. Neeks, go ahead. Yeah, I have the Bills over the Patriots. I'm going to give a little spew here. Patriots, yeah, they're on a what four game win streak. They, the only their only really solid win I could say is is the Chargers. They won by three, great win. Now that's what Justin Herbert was broken for a few weeks. So I really can't give it to him. They beat the broken Browns, who Case can't play for half the game. The Browns are broken right now. Everyone knows it. They 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 are not a playoff team. Baker should Baker's not going to have a job after this year. They beat the Jets. They beat the shit the shitty Panthers, and they beat the Titans. Mm-hmm who have five offensive starters out and six defensive starters out. Now, they're facing the Bills, who the Bills think that they own this division, which they do right now. The Bills are the better team, and I have the Bills minus two and a half, beating the piss out of them. Josh Allen is going to show who the best quarterback is because Mac Jones is getting all this love, blah, 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 blah. Josh Allen's the best quarterback in this, and I have the Bills minus two and a half. Lock. Seven one on one, lock it in. Gonna about to be eight one on one, lock it in. Nico, I'll be honest with you. I don't really give a fuck about your pick. To be completely honest with Reasonable. you, I don't really care. But I, I do want to ask you this question because you did say something that raised my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You said Baker Mayfield won't have a job after the season, and I know, I know you're on record saying that Jameis Winston stinks. 100%. Do you think Jameis Winston is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield? Listen, I really can't right now. I mean, obviously, James, but like this season, yes. But there's one thing that I have to um, say. Baker is very beat up. And me and Jason were talking about this, too. He is losing his job just because he's playing hurt right now. And I maybe if Winston stayed healthy. Yes, I think Winston had a, is having a had a way better year the first six games, seven games, whatever, over Baker. But you really can't say that because Baker is playing very beat up and he, they're they're ruining him right now. So, I mean, you, I really can't say that. 
Yeah, Nico, I'm just going to tell you here. I think the Bills win. I was kind of against it. But, dude, actually, you know what? Fuck that. I don't know. I'm not going to touch this game. I'm going to take a touchdown score. I'm going to take Hunter Henry anytime, and I'm going to take uh, probably, fuck, Diggs anytime or or someone else. But this is just a game that I cannot wait to watch. I'm probably going to live bet it, but I could see Patriots winning here. Um, oh, God, it's so chalky. I'm not going to touch it, like I said. So Patriots aren't fucking coming close in this game. They've beat up on the Sisters of the Poor in the last few weeks. They have no offensive playmakers. That's my All they got right is there. a run game. They're going to head in the bu- – the game's at Buffalo, correct? Monday Night Football in Buffalo. They're going to head in the Buffalo, try to establish the run. It's going to go nowhere. I'm going to take the more dynamic offense, the home field crowd, and they're going to knock the shit out of New England. Better coaching or not, New England's not there yet. Mac Jones blows. He does blow. His skill players blow. Fucking massacre beat down, rape, whatever you want to call it, on Monday Night Football. Go Bills. All right, Jock, you're up next. We have the Washington football team at the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know what the fuck I was about to say. Washington at Vegas. Right now, Vegas is minus two and a half. Over-unders 49 and 49 and a half. What do you got? My lock, my first original lock, is... The Raiders minus two and a half. My reasoning is I don't trust the foreskin secondary against the gunslinger car. I think Carr is going to sling it all over the barnyard in this one. I think he's just going to outscore the foreskins in this one by several points. I think it's a touchdown game, maybe a 10-point game. Raiders have a good team. They have a nice pass rush. Jason likes to talk about Max Crosby, but I think the Raiders win this game. All right, Jock, I'm going to keep this real short and sweet. I'm going to tell you, I think Vegas wins by at least a field goal at home. Everybody knows that I love that black hole in Vegas. I think the Raiders win by a field goal. Like I just said, not much more to say, Jock. I'm telling you, good pick. I think you're going to hit back-to-back locks here for the first time in the show's existence. Jock might hit back-to-back locks. Yeah, Jock, I'm just going to tell you here, um, I don't. I I, I had the um, Seattle uh, Monday night, and I was getting made fun of by one of my buddies because he's a Redskins fan. So I I am fading the Redskins every single week from this point on to make a point. So I'm on. I'm on. I'm with you, Jock. Yeah, Nico's friend. If you're listening to this, I just want to call you one dumb, stupid motherfucker because you should <laughs> listen to this podcast more. Because maybe you'd make some more fuck? fucking money. You probably got lucky one week, told Nico he was stupid. But you, my friend, are not one intelligent individual. So tune into the podcast. Try to make some fucking money, you loser. I think the right play here is definitely the Raiders. I, I'm jumping in uh, the kangaroo sack here. I'm going to get drug around here by Jock. He's going to win his second one in a week, second one in a row. And, I mean, he's had a lot of great plays all year i mean he's had some bad luck um you know covet's got some players you know he's just had some horrendous luck all year his plays are always tremendous um i feel sorry for him his two and seven record doesn't hold weight to his knowledge and what a great gambler he is everyone just tail jock oh my god dear lord okay well i'm up last this is our last last game last lock of the week might get some criticism here first time i'm doing it my lock is Indianapolis minus eight. We have Indianapolis at Houston. 
minus nine in FanDuel, minus eight in DraftKings. Over-unders at 45 and a half. I'm all over the Colts here. Indianapolis minus eight. I'm getting it in right now. I think that they are going to absolutely blow out the Houston Texans yet again. I know it's a divisional game and it goes against everything I fucking said for the last hour. So um, don't make fun of me too much. I know I'm a hypocrite, but that's okay. I think this is a good pick. I think even with Tyrod Taylor back, Colts win this by at least two fucking touchdowns. Um, probably alternate spread all the way up to 12 and a half for me. I think that that might be a little sprinkle play where I could get some plus money and some value in there. Uh, but yeah, that's where I'm at. My lock Colts minus eight. Book it. You're going to be in for a letdown, Corey, because the Colts just lost a heartbreaker. I'm taking Houston with the points. The Colts, I, I, I think they're a good team. I think they're going to come and sleepwalking this one, and you're going to lose this lock of the week. I think this is another stupid bet. You hate taking uh, games with a lot of points in it, and this is a lot of points, a lot of points. You're going against your own words here. And it's going to chew you right on the ass. I'm staying when away I, from this one. When I asked before we started recording what you thought, you were like, oh, yeah, I like it. And I, now I you, set now you, you up. I set you up. And now you I get on here and call you a fucking idiot. I set you up. I, <laughs> you know, I, I should have expected nothing less from you, you son I of a bitch. Oh, my God. I set you up. You motherfucker. Yeah, Corey, kiss my ass. This pick sucks. I'm <laughs> taking off. Houston money lines. <laughs> I'm taking Houston money line this one this is a divisional matchup and i think houston's gonna win this game outright and you're gonna be sitting in front of your tv like a fucking downward facing dog licking your oh my wounds God. this is worse than when i this said the gonna, jets are gonna beat the eagles are you fucking crazy this is gonna be a fucking nightmare for you you're gonna you're be screaming so at the tv throwing so shit drinking fucking bud light like somebody just hurt your feelings and left you this is this is going to be bad for you. This is a bad pick. You know it goes against everything you go against. It does, correct. You're going to be sitting there saying, oh, why didn't I listen to them? So, Corey, we're telling you right now, you're being a fucking moron. All you're right. being a fucking idiot. Thanks, 2 and 7. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, I do have the Texans, too. Okay. Just, wow. just, just covering now. I do think the Colts win this game, but I think it's just going to be a touchdown game. So. That's not real. I mean, the Texans did, did just beat the Titans two weeks ago, and they're getting a little better now. I think the Texans look good now. Tyrod Taylor, I think the Colts struggle against some mobile quarterbacks, and I have the Texans here plus eight. Yeah, this really does kind of go against uh, everything that I preach. Um, high points, divisional matchup, uh, away <laughs> on my own team. You know, it kind of does, and – uh, last time I did something like this is when I took the Chiefs. Jason wasn't even on the Chiefs. I think it was like four weeks ago. It went against everything I said on the Chiefs, and I said that should be a, sa- a sign, and guess what? It ha- it happened. So uh, it makes me actually – I'd rather you guys be all on Houston here than all on Indy with me. So um, I will ride this one solo, and I think that I will improve to 8-3 and three on my locks for sure. Jock, that was it. Why don't Corey, you go can ahead? I, can I tell a story Go ahead. Here? Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell, tell a story, story for the outro here. You got it, buddy. We're coming up on Christmas time, right? And, you know, I was I was walking around a store, Black Friday shopping. You know, I was listening to the Christmas music. It, it got me in the mood of, of giving, right? You know, so I was I went to Walmart. You know, got my mom a TV. You know, set it up for. Her. I saw this old guy. 
I saw this old guy, right, waiting for an Auntie Anne's pretzel. I turned around and said, hey, let me buy you a pretzel. I bought him a pretzel. Found another old couple out in the parking lot. Saw this guy trying to lift his, his Christmas tree into his trunk. I said, hey, let me give you a hand. He looked like he snapped his back in half. He was saying, oh, I just had a surgery. Lift his, lifted the tree into the trunk. And then Jason, I was on the phone with Jason the other day, and I was waiting for a quarter pounder with cheese from McDonald's. And Jason said, why don't you pay for the person in front of you? So I said, you know what, I'll pay for the person in front of you. So my message is this. You know, this holiday season, take a, take a moment, you know, the, with the money you win from our advice, and do something nice for your loved ones. I know I'll never buy anyone on this show a fucking a beer or anything, but I'll buy something for a loved one or just a stranger to make somebody's day. It's the holiday season now. Watch Home Alone 2 with your mommy or daddy. Have a good time. Make some money this weekend. And from all of us at Clutch Picks, we look forward to hearing back from you this upcoming week. Good luck, everybody. Gang. Well, after hearing that, I don't, I'm sure the listeners are with me. They want to gouge their eyes out. Yeah, what uh, the thanks, fuck was th- that? Thanks, th- thanks for tuning Lend in, Lend a helping hand. Have a great weekend. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We had a great Great week last week. Corey, you got anything to add before we shut this moron up? Nope, Jay, you fucking nailed it, guys. See you next week. All right, guys, good night. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.